daily hope, strength, and healing during this time of trouble. You know you can count on God to help you tackle each task, and it's important for us to trust in and count on God, even when our day doesn't go as we had planned, and especially when we're afraid, according to Psalms 56 and 3. God will guard our hearts with perfect peace and protection when our minds are steadfastly trusting Him, according to Isaiah 26, 3 and 4. God instructs us to find His peace by handing our anxious thoughts and emotions over to Him and presenting our needs to Him. He hears and He cares, and we can count on Him to be faithful. So count on Him to help you tackle each task during the day. Hey, God is going to be in this thing all the way to the end. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Cora Gibson with her broadcast at 10 o'clock. Don't you miss it. And we've got more after the top of the hour. Please stick and stay with KAYT and the Wade Hampton Show. You're listening to KAYT, 88.1 FM, Gina Alexandria, 98.9 FM, Monroe, West Monroe, 92.5 FM, Shreveport, Greenwood, 100.1 FM, Lake Charles, and KQJO, 99.3 FM, St. Joseph, Louisiana, Natchez, Mississippi. This is Cora Gibson. This message is based upon God's love, according to St. John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This morning I'm coming to you from 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. First, I want to tell you a little bit about chapter 6. Over in chapter 6, Solomon had dedicated this temple that he had built. And afterwards, he prayed this great prayer, and he built a platform and he knelt on this platform, you know, and I began to think with him being a king and he knelt before the people, that was letting me know how dedicated he was to God. You know, um, Solomon prayed on the behalf of Israel, or you might say he was interceding on the behalf of Israel. But then over in chapter 7, it says when Solomon had ended his prayer, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and sacrifices. And this symbolizes God's presence was in the building. In other words, the glory of God filled the house. And then this gave the people the opportunity to see the presence of God. But you know, it said that Solomon, the Lord appeared to Solomon after Solomon had finished the temple and his palace. You know, Solomon had a great desire to build this great temple for God. And when he had finished the temple and his palace, you know, According to his desire, the Lord appeared to Solomon at night. And God told Solomon, I have heard your prayer. And I have chosen this place, talking about the temple, for myself as a temple of sacrifice. You know, God said, when I hold back the rain or send locusts to devour, that is to eat up the crops, or send pestilence, epidemic, pandemic, plagues, I know that sounds familiar to us today. Among the people, you know, then he said, God, in verse 14, God had told Solomon, 
in reference to verse 13, he said, if my people who are called by my name, and talking about the people of Israel, and we know that they are called the people of God. He said, if they shall humble themselves. In other words, Israel are to humble themselves, they are to confess their sins. And then he said they were to repent. Repent of turning away from sin and turning back to God. You know, when you think about it, repentance means a change of mind, a godless sorrow, an act of turning and going in the opposite direction. And when we do this, this is the type of repentance that leads to a change in a person's relationship with God. In other words, when we repent we have, and we start praying and seeking God, we develop a relationship with God. It gets to where I can talk to him and he can talk to me. And then God said they were to seek his face. In other words, search for him, strive for him, go after him. Go after God with all you've got. Seek him, search him, look for him, feel for him. And then he said, turn from their wicked ways. In other words, they were to turn away, change direction. And when we talk about wicked, it's talking about the wrong or the wrongdoing of sin. You know, a lot of times people don't care to hear about that. But, you know, we as believers, we have to talk about the wrongdoings. We have to talk about sin. You know, and they say, turn away from their wicked ways. You know, and the wicked ways are the ways, it's the course of life, the path that we take, or the mode of action, or the manner in which we do things. And you know, when we think about it, it is so crucial that we get it right with God today. You know, God said, I, I will hear from heaven. In other words, I will hear out of heaven. He said he was going to listen. He's going to give ear to the prayer. He's going to listen to what the Israelites were praying. And he said, and we'll forgive their sins. He's going to pardon them. He's going to eradicate it, even cast it into the sea of forgiveness. In other words, when we go to God with sin, with our sin and we repent to God, God forgives us, especially when we go and we are sincere about our repentance. We can't go to God saying, God, if I. When we go to God, we have to tell God exactly what we've done. God, I've sinned. I've done this. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. And when we do that, God casts it into the sea of forgiveness. He remembers anymore. But, you know, I've often heard my pastor say, the only time that God remembers sin is when we continue to go to him and repent for the same thing over and over. And that way, we're constantly reminding God of what we've done. But when we go to God and we repent, he forgets it. He forgets about it. So let us repent and turn away from the sins and don't go back and keep continually repenting, reminding God of the things that we've done. He said, from their sin. You know, talking about their wrongdoing, their offenses. And when we talk about offenses, we're talking about sin. We're talking about transgression, you know, sinning against God, sinning against his word. We have to go to God, and we have to repent today. You know, he said he would heal their land. You know, the Hebrew word for heal is rapha, and it means to mend, to cure, cure, to cause, to heal and to repair. When we go to God, 
or when they go to God and repent, pray, humble themselves, seek him and turn, then God is going to heal them. He's going to mend them. You know, he's going to make them whole again. Everything, he's going to make them whole. You know, one writer said that the word heal means prosperity. But, you know, I began to think prosperity, okay, he's going to bless them with things. But, you know, I began to think about us today. We need a healing in our land today. But we don't so much need prosperity as much as we need a healing from what's going on in the land today. And when we talk about land, we're talking about the earth. We're talking about a country, a nation, a world. God going to heal Israel when they do those four conditions. God gave Solomon four conditions to give Israel. And when they do those four conditions, then he's going to do the three promises. You know, God said to Solomon, if my people, you know, today when we talk about God's people, huh, when we talk about God's people, we are talking about the church, the body of Christ, the born-again believers. We are the children of God today. We are God's people. You know, and he said, God, let God's people of today, and like I say, that's the church, that's the body. So, you know, I began to think of us as the body of Christ, the born-again believers, those that's professing Christianity. I began to think, and let us take Second Chronicles 7 and 14, and let us apply it to ourselves, for it behooves us to apply it to our, our lives. You know, let us, God people, let us humble ourselves. In other words, let us go to God and confess our wrongdoing. Talk to him and tell him, oh, tell him what we have done. You know, right now or, or any time, it's not time to point fingers, fingers at who did what. Now it's time for us to get ourselves right. This thing is personal today. We have to go to God and talk to God, tell him about our wrongs, the things that we have done. You know, humble ourselves. The word humble also means to bend the knee. And I remember, you know, we, sometimes we stand and sometimes we kneel. But however we talk to God, let us go to God today. And then say, pray. Let us, as the believers, the body of Christ, let us pray. Let us repent and turn back to God. We have put people and things before God, not realizing that we are making these things of people our God. He said, seek God. We have to go after God like never before. The definition for seek is to search out by method, specifically worship and praise. Now it's time for us to get back into our closet, go back to our altars. It's time now to worship God, not only when we go to the four walls, but we let us worship him at home. Let us pray. Let us praise him. It's time now to get back to where we need to be with God. You know, he say, turn, seek him. We have to go after him. We have to go after God. And like I say, any method, just go after God with all you got. Praise him, worship him, love on him. But it's time now for us to develop a relationship with God. This is, we are in a crucial moment. It, we are in a critical condition. You know, 
people don't realize, and I feel like God is trying to get our attention. It's time for us to turn and go back to God. Do what we have been called to do. Stop finding excuses. Stop making excuses. But time now to get it right with God. You know, turn back to God. Time to choose this day. Who are we going to serve? Because we can't serve God and we can't serve the devil at the same time. So many times we are Christians when we're in the four walls. But once we come out the four walls, we go back into the same old things we were doing. And this is what God is trying to get us to do. Stop doing the old things. Let us come to him. Let us live for him. Do what we have been called to do. You know, God gave Solomon those conditions and those three promises. You know, if we would do the things that we have to do, those conditions, I feel like God going to do those three promises for us. So we, as the body of Christ, let us do the poor condition. Let us humble ourselves. Let us pray. Let us repent. Let us seek him. Go after him like never before. And then let us turn. Turn back to God and do what we've been called to do. You know, then he said he will listen, he will forgive our sins, and he will heal our land. As of now, we need healing in the land. We need to go to God. We need to repent. We need to let God know that we are sincere in what we're doing and sincere in what we're saying. But here's the thing. When this stuff passed over, we cannot pick up and go back into what we have come out of. Once we repent, let's continue to walk forward and go on in Christ Jesus. Let us go on and do what he has called us to do. It's time now for God's people to get it right. Let us choose to serve God today. You know, the world have a lot to offer, but God has something even greater to offer. God has given us eternal life, and I look and my hope is to go back and spend eternity with him. So today, I encourage you, instead of being fearful, fearing this disease, let us turn to God and let us repent and let us do what we have to do. And I feel like God is going to heal our land. So let's do what we have to do today. God is a God. He's a loving God. He's a forgiving God. He's not going to... You know, a lot of times people try to make God seem like he's up there with a club in his hand and he's ready to pounce on you. But the God I serve is a loving God. He's a healing God. He's a forgiving God. So let us right now, let us decide who we're going to serve. We got to decide. We can't serve both of them today. But I choose to serve God. For the God that I know and the God I love, he's that awesome God. He's that sovereign God. He said, magnificent God. He has all power in his hand. He's omnipresent. He's omniscient. He's omnipotent. He's immutable. He's God all by himself. Let us choose to serve him today. Let us pray. Let us pray like never before. Let us pray that God will come in and heal this land. The whole world needs healing right about now. So I encourage you to let's just, Praise and seek God like never before. Choose to serve him this day. Hope you enjoyed this program. If you would like a copy of this message or would like prayer, please call 
1-800-273-4539. Please join me at this time next week. I would like to invite you to our church service, Tuesday night Bible study, 7 p.m., Wednesday noonday prayer, 12 to 1 p.m., Sunday morning worship, 11 a.m., and that's Rebirth Ministries, 1226 MacArthur Drive, Alexandria, Louisiana, 318-769-1994. John Belvin, Sr., Pastor. The Unstoppable Way, the Unstoppable Way, uh, 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 uh. Kelly's Sitting Services is a personal care attendant agency. Kelly's has served all parishes of Region 6 for the past 25 years. We are locally owned and locally operated. We would like to thank you for giving us the opportunity to serve you with dignity, respect, and compassion through our ministry. Kelly's is seeking attendants and caregivers with the same qualities of dignity, respect, and compassion. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to serve you. Kelly is an equal opportunity employer. You can reach us by calling 318-793-8453 or 1-800-913-7784. Or you can visit us at our website located at kellyserviceHouston.com. Another proud sponsor of KAYT. The second annual Gospel Quartet Explosion at the First Evening Star Baptist. We have just successfully elected two black men for U.S. Senate in Mississippi. Through voting, we have ensured that 80% of our state representatives here in the U.S. South are either black or Native American. Sounds like wishful thinking? In the 1870s, this was actually the history we made through grassroots organizing, and we used the U.S. Census to do it. Coming out of slavery, we organized for black political power, and the census count in 1870 allowed for for the creation of the first majority minority districts in U.S. history. These new districts allowed for a radical change in who represented us in the Senate, Congress, and state houses. In 2020, we will again have an opportunity to take part in the census and make sure every adult and child in our household is counted. Ensuring an accurate count during the U.S. Census is part of our black history. Let's make history again by making sure everyone we know is counted. Anointed King Cuts wants to thank Central Louisiana and the surrounding areas for your wonderful support in their business. They are currently complying with the governor's stay-at-home order and will be closed until the order is lifted. Anointed King Cuts is looking forward to continuing to serve Central Louisiana and surrounding areas' personal grooming needs. Although they're closed because of social distancing, they've never been closer to the people of this area. Thank you for your support. Hi, this is Greg Phillips inviting you to join me weekday nights, Tuesday through Friday. That's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. right here on KAYT. It's the Junk Joint Party. Don't miss it. Your favorite blues, Zonico, adult R&B, old school, and so much more, the Junk Joint Party. It's only here on KAYT. KAYT, Shreveport Greenwood, 92.5.
I want to welcome you personally to the Wade Hampton Show. Karen Clark Sheard, along with Faith Evans, and I'm nothing without you. And you know what? I take that very seriously because without you, this show would be like nowhere. And I am so glad that you decided to join us on this Thursday morning. It's going to be a hot one today. We're looking for a high temperature at around 87 degrees. Overnight low at 66 degrees. Winds out of the south at 9 miles per hour on this sunny Thursday. Today happens to be Purple Day, the 26th day of March. Purple Day is a celebration aimed at raising worldwide awareness of epilepsy, a condition that affects over 65 million people around the globe. Now, lavender is the international color for epilepsy, and it's also a color that symbolizes solitude. This led to purple being chosen as the color of choice for the celebration of Purple Day, raising awareness of epilepsy. All right, now you know. We're looking for a word or words uh, that end in the letters O-U-S as we continue to play the word game. Birthdays and anniversaries coming up later on this hour. Here's Zicardi Cortez with You Don't Know. You don't know what I've been through. Let me share my story with you All the things that he brought me through The stormy days and my rainy days You don't know all the tears I've cried The things I've kept Bottled up inside Trying my best to be strong Waiting on God And holding on You don't know what I had to endure
Yeah. 